You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Buzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is Afterbuzz TV's The Bridge After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's Afterbuzz TV's The Bridge After Show. Hey guys, and welcome to AfterBuzz TV's The Bridge After Show. I'm Dave Klein, over there all the way to the side. I'm Tommy Rosero. Yes, hi, and I'm Paige Sullivan. And guys, today we're talking the finale. Finally finding out a lot of things that are going to be happening in the next season. I think there's some cool build-ups there, specifically involving, hmm, a little bit of money. A little, just a little tad. Just a tad bit of money. But before we get into the money aspect, which we'll talk about, which I find personally, I think that was the most exciting storyline of this episode. We got Charlotte, Ray, and now Monty and Caesar and, Caesar and Cesar having Cesar. a meeting. Cesar. Cesar having a meeting together, and they're all going to be working together. So apparently, Monty is still—he's kind of just switching sides. He's like, "Ah, eh, whatever. I'll work with whoever. It doesn't has, matter." Has anybody outright said, "Hey, Monty, FYI, Graciela is dead," yeah, or, do, or is it just so. understood she's missing? She's not there. I don't, I don't think he, he missed a beat since uh, since uh, the Graciela death. He's it, you know yeah. on to the next client. He's like Graciela's dead. Eh, whatever. He's got to make the money. Person. Yeah, gotta make the money. Got to make that money because that's what he does for a living. <laughs> making ten percent. Mm-hmm. I don't. What exactly is he? Just a liaison between two different parties? Yes, is I think he is the goat. Yeah, the go-to guy for both Fosto and her. Yeah, what world is, is is Rayway in where he doesn't know that ten percent is the industry standard? I know, for, seriously, where's Ray been the whole time? Tampa, <laughs> Tampa. He's from Tampa, where the industry standard is zero percent. <laughs> Maybe five yeah. percent. I don't know. Five percent. I don't know why Charlotte even wanted to be associated with him. When she first found out about this tunnel, and you know her husband died, and then she calls Ray to come. If you know Ray's kind of a shady guy, Ray's the guy who's. Transporting, apparently we learn cocaine in Miami on a speedboat. I mean, why, yeah. why that guy? I mean, I, I think Charlotte really didn't have much experience in the, in the, the, the illegal, you know, activities thing. And maybe that's the thing. Her, her husband was better at it than she was, and this is like new to her. Well, do you think she invited Ray, one, to seduce him, and two, to have him take care of everything? Or do you think she just brought him in? Well, she went to prom with him, didn't she? Yeah, I yeah. think initially it was just like I thought it was a sex they, thing. Yeah, I thought it was, I think initially it was like a sex thing, a comfort thing. Just get someone like there from her past who she mm-hmm. has history with. I think it really is just a comfort thing at first, and she's kind of been thrown into this, and it's kind of uh, Breaking Bad for anybody. It's just convenient, <laughs> but it's just convenient that the guy that she chose to comfort her somehow has this past in criminal activity and can be of use to her working with the Mexican cartel. Basically, I yeah. just don't. Seems convenient. Yeah, I mean, it does, but I think it's just, I, I don't know. But the thing that we get is, I mean, Charlotte did, she found out in the previous episode about uh, Ray Muff diving. <laughs> so she call, calling him out, and I like that, her just straight up calling him out for everything that he did wrong about Muff diving and Tim and all that stuff. And then I like the attitude she gives when Ray goes to slap her ass, and she's like, 
you work for me now. That doesn't happen. <laughs> yeah, she really has changed. She's like we said, she's kind of broke bad. I guess I guess that's the new saying for when you were a good person and you go bad. But she really has changed. She's taken on a new persona. She's totally new, large persona. and in charge. She's not afraid. She's the new Graciela, only way hotter. Yeah, I guess. But kind of not as probably not as good as Graciela though. No, in because terms Graciela. Just sat there eating her fried chicken wings, yelling at people. Yeah, but I guess if you had to muff dive one of the two, Graciela all the way. Oh gosh. <laughs> no, but so, I, but the, the I don't know. other thing though, I re- I really like this thing for Cesar. For Cesar, yeah, Cesar, I, Cesar was rocking this episode. In my I mind. don't like it. I think he was the good guy. He was the innocent guy. Just he always knew his what was mouth, going on, though. But he was keeping his mouth shut. He was just doing what he was told. I think that's still what this is, though. I think it's still he's like taking he's taking a huge role now, though. But, but maybe he had this huge of a yeah, role before. He may have. Yeah, he might have. And now like he has it. to work this with this gringo. Yeah, this I like it when he makes fun of Ray Ray. It's actually and he calls him Ray Ray. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, Ray Ray. I think this was his breakout episode, though. I mm-hmm. think he'll be a big player in season two. I agree. I mean, he'll have to be now because he's involved in this whole business. He's he's uh, what is it? An employee of yeah. Millwright Transportation. Uh, so Ryan Whittleson is saying that he thinks that it's likely that she that Ray happened to be the only guy that she knew who was into the world of like all that new all the legal world stuff. So. Maybe just someone that she could trust to know how to deal with the situation. Mm-hmm. Maybe. And very poorly handle it. Yeah, we don't get much insight into Charlotte, but um, I feel like we only get bits and pieces of her up every episode, and we just have to put them together. But she's definitely going to become, you know, a big player next season. But she, she's becoming a big player, but I still, she just doesn't really know what she's doing. And it's very mm-hmm. clear. And, I mean, eventually we had C- Caesar driving the Ray. Caesar clearly kind of knows what to do and... Actually, it, he was wrong. Well, he was wrong. That's true. That's he a good was point. wrong. And, and Ray was, yeah, that's a good point. And Ray was right about like just don't act sneaky because that's when you're going to get caught. As if you're acting. Here's sneaky. the thing: ATF is already on their case. ATF already knows they have a tunnel. ATF knows they're doing illegal things. So it would have been a good idea to quit while you're ahead. They've already put bugs in the guns you transported to Mexico in a tunnel. You think they don't have eyes they on you? They have no idea. What are you talking about? <laughs> but that's what I don't understand. We are aware of the bugs. We know that Tim was involved with ATF. How can you not be concerned that they are still watching you and watching what you're doing? I don't, there's just bad criminals, I think. Yeah, there's no, bad they're, criminals. They're awful criminals. I'm not... Another thing about Charlotte, too, I'm not really... In, she's not intimidating at all. Like, yeah, sure, she just killed him at point blank range but there's something about it it's not I can't take her seriously as a as a this villain you know she would have killed Ava at point blank range too yeah, she would have <laughs> she would have she would have done they should have sent her out instead of Hugo <laughs> yeah, yeah poor seriously Hugo. poor Hugo but uh, we do get this guy who presumably I, I think you're right presumably would is probably from the ATF what's his name Arliss 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 from Arliss Frome with two O's if you look at the way his name is spelled which is strange but Arliss Frome who is I believe from the ATF and he Charlotte assumes he's from the FBI. I don't know why she wanted to assume ATF because she knew that's what it was too. She knew it was an ATF thing, didn't she? Well, she said FBI. Yeah. But but I meant like in previous when episodes she, when she knew what Tim was doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she I knew don't that know. was an ATF. I think she just knew he was being sneaky. But I mean, here's the thing though. I mean, like we don't know 100 percent that he is ATF. We're just assuming he's ATF. He could be the new guy just sending money letters to people. I mean, he could be. Yeah, he could be. He the could guy. be the new David Tate. He could be. We need. I think we need a new David Tate. That's the thing. I think we're getting one. I hope so. I hope that's what the dollar thing is. The Which, dollar but, thing. It, it, Sorry, Euro. Sorry, Euro. Euro. My bad. My I bad. think uh, there's a bigger person than David Tate involved. I think yeah. there's got to be. But it should have peeked his head out. Well, I mean, maybe he did this episode. 
but it sh- I think it should have been established. But maybe David Tate was working with him. Maybe David Tate was just a part of the puzzle. I mean, I hope so, because a lot of those deaths that happened during the whole mass murder thing didn't had nothing really, to do right, with had Marco. nothing to do with Marco, had nothing to do with that revenge thing. Like, they were really, like, there was that intrigue between the bridge and what was going on. There was a political thing going on at first, and mm-hmm. all of a sudden it just switched to being about Marco, and the deaths were based on Marco. So well, I, I feel like there's got to be somebody else. We started else. out concerned about the girls and Juarez. We've, we've come full circle. We're concerned again about the girls and Juarez. But in between, you're right. Like, even those voice messages, why does one death of a white woman matter more than the hundreds of deaths right. of Mexican like, girls. So That like, doesn't add up for David Tate at all. David Tate never mentioned that once. He never really was like, oh, well, what about the law? And what about this? Or what about that? But then again, he is the one who had the body right. of the judge and had the body of Christina Fuentes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm so is he just a piece of the puzzle and he used whatever he was doing to gain access to Marco and to bring Marco down? I feel like he's got to be a piece of the puzzle, and that's what I hope they do continuing season, this second season. That's what I'm hoping for. And but, we've been picked up for a second season, so. And we have been picked up for a second season. So let's go ahead and talk about uh, the beginning of the episode that we have, which is Ava and Hugo, who we mentioned. Ava's in his car, uh, completely drugged up, still in pain, and some mysterious car drives past, and tells, some mysterious man tells Hugo to take care of the situation and to kill her, and throws him a gun to kill her with. And... Doesn't quite happen. So after yeah. that, we get uh, Hank Wade riding around horses with Sonia, and they're talking about retirement. And Hank Wade has been contemplating retirement, and Sonia doesn't want to retire because she wants to be able to take this case. And she knows, A, she's obviously good friends with Hank, but she also knows that she can kind of talk Hank into giving her cases she wants. He's the one guy who's nice to her in the office who will give her, throw her a bone. Mm-hmm. And he's also the guy, when she does something illegal, she calls him <laughs> and asks for help. Which isn't normal of most bosses. Yeah, who do you think would be the number two if if Wade retired? Who would be the who do you think would step up? Like, is, is there number new. two there? No, I think it would be someone new. Honestly, be Coop. Cooper. Yeah, yeah I, don't, Cooper. I was thinking. Yeah. I don't think Cooper is able to handle that. Honestly, I think I mean, it would be somebody new. Okay, or yeah. from like a different place, somebody who who comes in and says we're going to change things yeah. here, you know, and that would greatly affect Sonia and Marco's relationship and the cases they work on. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. I imagine it has to be someone new for that sake because it would be an interesting shakeup of. But I don't around. see that happening. Just putting that out there, I don't see Wade retiring anytime in the next season. Well, I, I'd imagine maybe like end of the second season. End of the second season, but not next season. season. I wonder why he was talking about it so much, though. <clears throat> I mean, Build he's brought up. I think it's like throwing that out yeah. there, throwing that. That as eventually a seed. he'll be out, right? You know, you got to plant a seed for the future. So I think it's planting a seed for. Good future. thing though is I don't think he'll ever be completely out of the picture, as yeah. he is somewhat of a father figure to mm-hmm. Sonia outside of the. Pre-season. Oh yeah, totally. He's going to stay there for mm-hmm. in some regard. Maybe Sonia will go to him for advice on things. Right. But we get Marco uh, in the next scene. Marco's back in his own bedroom. So yes. now he's finally back in his own bedroom. Moving on. But still carrying around a picture of Gus of Goose with him. I'm sure he will always. for his whole life. Yeah, I'm I sure think he, he will. will. But um, so we get Marco. He's back, and then he ends up coming to Sonia and telling her about the. And this is what we saw in the season pre, or the preview from last week, which is him telling her about Ava showing up in the El Juarez police station. That doesn't make sense saying the El Juarez police station because <laughs> that means El. So in El Juarez police station. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So him kind of confiding in her because and admitting to her that he can't trust his captain. Well, he knows he can't trust his captain. Mm-hmm. He know he he knows he has to tread right. lightly. He he knows that. Sonia doesn't know that. Yeah. yeah. So Marco <laughs> tries to make it very apparent to her that this is something that we really shouldn't be dabbling in. We shouldn't be sticking our noses in it because it's dangerous and we have to be very careful. Because for Sonia, 
It's black and white. Yeah. She doesn't understand what's going on in Mara. She doesn't understand the corruption that is taking place in that police station and in the city in general. But they're the police. They're the good guys. She has no clue. (laughs) She's she's so naive. Even when Marco beats up Hugo. Yeah. And she says he beat him half to death, which he did not. He just punched him a bunch in the face. Apparently all he did was break his nose. Yeah. It looked like he was beating the crap out of him, but those those far as cops, though, they got, got (laughs) yeah, they're tough. But she said, you you beat up another cop, but you're a cop. You shouldn't do that. And he's like, but I can, and I did. Yeah. And that's the way it goes in Mexico. You can and you will. Yeah, absolutely. But you you mentioned this uh, when we were watching, the the interrogation methods of of uh, Marco, yeah, maybe not uh, not very effective. So yeah, he he literally beats her up, or beats her, up, beats him up, beats uh, the other cop up in that scene, and then like right after beating him up, just leaves the car, doesn't I, ask any questions. I think from what he said when he said you don't want to get involved in this, made it very apparent to him that the girl was alive and that yeah. Hugo wasn't about. I think he knows mm-hmm. Hugo. He works yeah. with Hugo and knows. Yes, the girl was at the party because Hugo didn't say right. so, but. Alluded to the fact, and he knows who Hugo is, yeah. and Hugo wouldn't kill him. And he obviously knew where, I mean, he knew straight where to go, though. So, I mean, I would assume that he knew that Hugo took her there. Mm-hmm. But then why'd yeah. he beat him up then? I don't, I don't understand that. Like, I, mean, uh, I knew. He's just very clearly taking out his mm-hmm. anger. Yeah. He's just taking out his frustration and anger from the David Tate case. Yes. It's just all built up inside of him. Here's the thing. Uh, I don't know if you viewers at home or anybody in the live chat, to you, who do we think was in the car, though? Who do we think gave permission to to Hugo, though. Who said Hugo killed this girl? I think it was just, I think it's a known, just one of the no-name henchman cop guys. Or, I mean, you know, the party, I think it was half cops, half drug guys. I mean, I think it's just a no-name henchman, you know. So you don't think it was, like, the captain? No, I don't think the captain would put himself in that. You know, he would send someone else for that, the dirty work. You did say he thought it was Fosto's car that was it, driving out. There's more to Fosto's car, but then again, I mean, there's more than one. I think it was like an Escalade or something. There's more than one of those, I'm I mean, sure. was rocking one of those, too. I yeah, think. so, I <laughs> mean, maybe the powerful people in Mexico drive that car, uh, but it did look very familiar. It looked a lot like Fosto's car. So go buy an Escalade. Yeah. You, <laughs> you want to be a drug dealer. Um, yeah, but I, I'd agree. I, I think it's got to be some sort of henchman. I don't think it's going to be El Capitan. I don't think it's going to be or Fosto for that sake, like anyone high up, because you wouldn't send someone high up to do that type of work. To, but he was giving an order. It wasn't like he was doing the killing. Well, yeah, he was so giving an order. Right, it's someone higher up, but it's not going to be like the highest up person. Right, but it was somebody who Hugo was at least... Right. Intimidated by. Right, yeah. And uh, I think it's strange, though, that Marco immediately knew where the girl was. So do a yeah, ton so of I, girls go there? Do Are there a lot of... I'd assume Marco's had to do it before. I mean, it was a safe house. There was lots of all sorts of people in there. Yeah, yeah it so wasn't he, just... They, he said it was a place for the damned, right? Yeah. But I'd assume Marco might have had to do this in his past, probably when he first started being a cop. Because, I mean, I, I'm sure he knows about the corruption. I'm sure all the cops are tempted and told to do this type of stuff. And maybe he himself eventually stopped. But you're a rookie cop. You no, probably... I don't think he ever was involved in it. I don't, you know, I mean, you don't think Marco Marco was at one point in Hugo's position? No, I honestly think Marco You don't did... think as a rookie cop, maybe I, he was forced into doing it? Maybe, but I think he turned the other cheek. I don't think he would get involved with this. I don't think he would pursue this case. What, to justify what he did when he was younger? Save the girls now? Because he couldn't save the other girls? Maybe what he did, maybe that's the thing. Maybe he was punching Hugo because he was in that position and he Wanted chose, to show him? Well, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Maybe he chose a different route. I, I feel like he had to have been involved in that. You yeah. know, I mean, I think Marco's a good guy, except sometimes he's not, you know, with all the infidelity. And I think he's, mm-hmm. I think he's has a, a rougher 
past than yeah. you would think. I mean, I, I mean, I don't think he beat up the cop because of anything from the past. I really think that was purely from mm-hmm. the David K- Tate case. But I do think I agree. I think he has to have had a rougher past. I imagine being a cop in El Juarez or in El Juarez <laughs> means you have to have guns. Like, as a rookie cop, I'm sure there's some older cop who's like, let me tell you what to do. You have to do this. You have to do this. And I'm sure as he ranked up and got older... He was able to maybe do what he wanted, but I think when you start out, you want to stay safe, and maybe he had a family. He has to do certain things and sacrifices for your family. I think there's a difference between Marco and other cops in the fact that Marco has a very close relationship with Fausto, and Fausto is big in Mexico. Fausto is a huge player there. So maybe his relationship, it seems like they were childhood friends or their mm-hmm. families were in connection with one another. Maybe that gets him out of that. That's, that's a good point. point. Because well, maybe, maybe that's Fosto, why he knows about the safe yes, houses and, because of Fosto. And Fosto also says, in 20 years of us being friends, you've never asked for anything. Mm-hmm. So I can't imagine that if he wouldn't do bad things and get involved with Fosto, that he would do bad right. things. Well, I mean, doing henchman work isn't getting yourself indebted. That's doing henchman work, which is why I know, but, this you as. know, it's still, I feel like by getting indebted by, you know, Fosto, it would mean he would have to do something yeah. wrong. You know, how he would repay him wouldn't be in the way he would want to. I would love to see a flashback of them, like, 15 years ago or something like that. Or when they met, like, 20 years ago, whatever. How they became cool. Like, why why are they cool with each other? Yeah. Yeah. Was that that established all? Well, they they did say that their parents both established some sort of drug, like, the drug trade together or something Mm -hmm. like that. Uh, Yeah, when when he went to return the money to Fausto. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. we, We established, you know, a bond between the two of them. Right, and it seemed like their parents both... I think probably established whatever Fosso's uh, running. I think mm-hmm. is their parents together started that. And Marco, and Marco, out. yeah, Marco never wanted to be a part of it. So, uh, yeah, and Ryan Wilson saying we do know Marco had a shadowy past based on his connections with Fosto. But again, we don't know how it, we it, don't know how involved he was. We don't know how involved he was because it seems like, as Fosto said, he's always avoided it, and Fosto's kind of uh, not happy about that. And I think we all have friends. You know, you go to high school, you grow up with people, and then they turn out to be something completely different. But you have a soft spot for them, or still you still have that connection because of when you were kids. You know, Fosto wasn't always this crazy drug dealer murderer. He like at been. one point, uh, he might have been, but at one point he was a kid, you know. Yeah. Everybody starts out the same. Yeah, true. Yeah. Well, usually, I guess, unless usually, you have like usually. a crap load of money, someone has none. Yeah. Right? But yeah. Uh, yeah. So, anyways, Marco and Sonia end up heading to the monastery, and Hugo um, was supposed to kill the girl, and we find that she is at the monastery and she is alive. She still seems possibly drugged up or just so upset over everything that happened. She just can't handle it. She's probably just, I think she's equally drugged and, and depressed. Yeah, so... Or in shock. Or, maybe. yeah, in shock. So it's something, but uh, Sonia escorts her out and tries to help her out and um, when she seems a little bit nervous about seeing Marco, Sonia is explaining, like, no, he's okay, he's okay. I mean, I, I don't know how much really Ava got out of anything or how much she was Well, that's what I'm saying. She was so drugged up. Like, did she know? Does she know? I don't think she... I don't know. Does she have, like, flashes of what happened but doesn't understand or i mean i imagine she understands what happened to her but i i don't know it's it's hard to say how drugged up she still is at this point and it's been a few days yeah right and i'm still confused as to how she got to the police she was picked up by a car with american plates she was didn't they say she was at the hospital and then she was taken to the jail and then she was taken to the party so what is this chain of events? How does she get from one place to the other? Well, I think it's just—I think this is something that happens, though. I mean, like you know, with with what we saw happen with Andrew's Andrea's uh, uh, sister, yeah. I, I think that's just 
what happens, I think. Yeah. I, I, I'm still, like, miffed one step before that, why she's even, she was even back in the regular population after, you know, she left the, well, because the she, Linda Ranch. She left Mexico to get away from her yeah. ex. Yeah. And now he's dead. Oh, yeah, that's so right. So he's the only person. That. So she, she can be in Mexico and she doesn't fear for her. You know, yeah. Well, my question is, aren't they eventually going to run out of girls in Juarez if they keep on doing this? I don't think so, because when you look at Adriana's family, there's like six girls. Yeah, but like, I mean, okay, or maybe like it's going to become more, more slim pickings. Cause yeah, I think so. It's just like, come on, they're, they're like murdering girls left well, and right. Here's just the thing though. Them out. Like, Marco knew, knew exactly what had happened. He said she was drugged and raped. So, I mean, that kind of brings it back. Like, he, he had to have, when he was, he had to have known about this for a while. Mm-hmm. So he, not to say he was involved, but he knew about he it, knows. wasn't doing anything. Maybe he couldn't do anything about it, which I, you know. But it's like it's a it's like a commonplace thing, yeah. You know, totally. in, the, in the Juarez Police Department, I agree. I think there's such, you know, they can. I don't know why they're killing these girls, beating them, drugging them, raping them. Because in Juarez, these are the powerful men, and not to sound, you know. Like, I'm typecasting any girls or the guys, but I'm sure there are women out there in Juarez who want to be associated with them, who want the power that they have and want to be involved and would, this sounds awful, but would willingly go there and probably have sex with them without having to be drugged and beaten and killed. Well, probably the girl that Stephen Linder was trying to to save. save. Yeah, I bet that girl did it on purpose. But that's what I'm saying. So there's so many girls that are willing to take part in this stuff that's going on at these parties, why do they feel the need to abduct these girls and hurt them and kill them? Because Is it maybe, just to establish power? Is it just I, to... I don't know. Maybe it's like... It's probably a sadist thing, you know? It's yeah. like, I want to be able to do what I want with the girl. I want to be able to have sex with her this way. I want to be able to do this. I want a girl who looks like this. You know, I'm sure it's a very sadist, like, super masculine thing, you know? I, I know, I, but it's just, and it, even to me, it just still blows my mind that somebody like Ava would get in the car to begin with. I mean, it's just mm-hmm. like guys who have so much power, and they're like, well, I don't want a blonde girl tonight. I want a brunette girl tonight, so let's yeah. go abduct a brunette girl for the night, you know? But Something Ava had like the that. opportunity to say no. I mean, well, not after she was abducted. No, but I mean, to get in that first car. Well, didn't we say, like, it was somebody that well, she I knew? Think yeah, we, we, think we, it, we think it may be the, the new manager at work. Yeah, I mean, that yeah, could be it. That so makes it, sense. So it but like I, it was probably someone she trusted. So. I kind of wish we had gone back to that, or, I mean, if that was a point, we had seen it at least, uh, you know? I wish we knew who it was, <laughs> because then maybe it would make more sense. Because to me, living in a place like Juarez, knowing what goes down, knowing how many girls are abducted every day and killed... I would never, I would never get in a car with somebody I didn't know to yeah. begin with, let alone in Juarez. Mm-hmm. So how are you going to meet new guys? You know, I'm <laughs> just going to be a spinster. So, I mean, here's, I mean, I honestly think it had, I agree with you what your prediction was about there, like three weeks ago. I think it had to have been her boss. Mm-hmm. I think, or a couple That's weeks ago. That's who Daniela's with now. I'm yeah, but I mean, I, I think it had to have been her boss because at first she says no and she changes her mind and says yes. So I think like at first she it does run through her mind. I think it really does. And then she thinks about it. She's like, well, I know him. It's got to be safe. So she changes her mind and she's wrong and she should have trusted her instincts. So do we think this is what happened to, to Daniela as well? I think, I think yeah, we have to totally. assume that. It has to have been what happened And. To her. I really hope that we find her because poor Adriana. I mean, the look on her face when her and her mother. Yeah, are I mean, at her mother stop. too. Oh. As, as bad. I was gonna cry. As her cruel mother, as her mother is about, or as not cruel per se, but as uh, close-minded, close-minded yeah. as she is, you have to feel bad for her. She loves her kids, though. I mean, yeah. I'm sure no matter what she says to Adriana, she loves Adriana. I, I just don't. Well, I mean, all uh. of her close-mindedness is out of love because she's super religious and she thinks 
from her perspective, right? She thinks that probably her Adriana's not going to go to heaven or something like that. Yeah, so I'm I don't sure know. It's out of love from her perspective, but uh, let's get back to Sonia and Marco and all of them with Ava. And uh, we do get this scene with Hugo where Hugo <laughs> is killed by some How other. Do they kill man. him because Ava was taken out of the monastery because they know he didn't kill her? I, I think how they do just, they know? I think they, I don't know how, but I think they just know that he didn't kill her. Yeah, I think they have to have somehow known that it, she but I don't didn't know how. do it. I wonder how. Because he wasn't a good boy, you know? And he just wasn't a Poor good boy. Hugo, though, the whole time, they set him up for you to like him. You know, mm-hmm. he doesn't kill her. He, he talks about his baby and his wife and diapers. They set him up for he somebody. He gets beat up by Marco. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's getting it from all ends. And he takes it. And the thing is, like, you want to, you you know you shouldn't like him because he did a kind of a shady thing, but you still do. Yeah. And then they just kill him right then and there. Yeah. But that's how it is in Juarez. Do we think that was another cop? Who do we think that was? Because well, they were driving whole, the exact same car. And I think all those other cars behind were also involved as well. They all, as like a, they all just pass by. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, or maybe it's just one of those things again with Juarez where we see gunshots and people just turn the, a blind eye because it happens so often. And because it's better not to get involved. Right, because mm-hmm. it could just be a case of like, you know, I, I mean, I don't think the other cars were involved. I think it just is a case of they see it all the time. They don't want to be involved. It's like, hey, I just turn a, you know, blind eye to it. Like, I'm not involved. I have nothing to do with it. Don't shoot me. I, I don't know anything. Yeah. I, I think it's just one of those cases. But I think Hugo knew the guy who shot him. Because they nodded at no, each other. No, I agree with they you. had, like, a eye It was an awkward nod. But it was, like, it, it, it was like almost, I don't know you, but, like, hey, what's up? But it, you wouldn't do that to uh, just a car next I to you. I would never. I, no, I don't think anybody would ever just be like, hey, you. So, uh, back to uh, the whole Ava thing. Uh, Joseph Bose is saying, usually if it's someone you know, you will get in the vehicle with them. And she did look like she did know the person in the car. So real quick, from Joseph Boza. But, I think no, I think that's true. If it turns out that it is somebody she knew, right. if she didn't know them, then. But I think I think that's going to be the thing. Is like I think we have accurately predicted who it is yeah. at this point, and specifically you, Paige, from the previous week. Mm-hmm. But uh, so uh, we get Sonia showing up at Marco's place, and Sonia's um, upset that Marco beat the crap out of Hugo. Hugo. Well, so let's just talk about this this meeting anyway. She shows up at a, a, a Marco was already asleep. Late at night. Very late. Or was Marco asleep? Maybe he I don't just, think he was. I think he said that. I think he just said that. But it was late at night. Yes, yeah. Late at night. But it was very it was a very awkward uh encounter. Yeah. I d- thought they were going to like hook up or something. I don't know why I thought that, but they were just it was just an awkward exchange, an awkward conversation that we don't normally see between the two of them. Sonia seemed to be like trying to connect with Marco on a new level. And yeah. It, it, it felt like that to me. And Marco kind of like just I think but the, the interesting his reaction wasn't like, "Oh, what are you doing?" It was just like, "Oh, this is like this is Sonia." There was no like Mm-hmm. Well, this is weird. It was just like, okay. I mean, I think it's just that shift in Marco where he's just so angry now. He I, I think, care. Yeah, he just doesn't care. He's just angry. And, you know, he's going through that stage of depression, of anger, the anger stage of depression. So, yeah. And that's an anger phase. And that knife, I mean, obviously, is going to be the knife that he uses to kill David yeah. Tate. David Tate. If he gets to kill David Tate. But I think, like, any scene with Sonya is going to be awkward. She just doesn't know how to interact with people. And but I and like, Marco's in a place where he's he's now being nicer to her than when he was before, but he's still just at this point where he doesn't care. He's just like, you're here, I'll deal with you because you're here. But I didn't feel like it was awkward, and that's why I thought it might have been a sexual thing, because mm. it wasn't awkward. Yeah. Normally, it's much more awkward. They're sitting having a drink. They're having a conversation. It doesn't feel like well, I mean, one little, is controlling it. Well, it was a little there. awkward because she was looking at the drink like she didn't want to actually drink it. Because I don't think she really drinks I think she much. does occasionally. Didn't she drink at the bar? No. Remember he said, can I buy you a drink? And she said no. She just skipped 
straight to yeah, the next. She just skips straight. Like, to I think sex. they had wine when she, they got back to her house, didn't they? I don't remember. No, I don't think she started taking off her clothes and said, "You know how to do this, right?" Speaking of which, said. whatever happened, like that never became a like story a, a storyline. And the dude showed up in the next episode, but yeah. that whole thing fizzled. I, I was hope. I think the storyline is just that that's to how she is about sex. Her awkward. Yeah. yeah, I think that's behavior. the whole point of it. I wish it was more. I think it would have been interesting, but I do agree. I think it was just to establish who Sonya mm-hmm. is to us. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so Ryan Whittleson about the whole shooting thing, he's kind of agreeing that he thinks it's just another Wednesday afternoon for them in Juarez. That's just yeah. how it is, just another Wednesday afternoon. Because we also remember those signs that seem shocking. The, but for the them, girls, that's just yeah. like another day for them. That's just how every day is. But yeah, so Sonia trying to connect with him, and she's doing better. And we've been seeing this uh, this arc with her where she has been slowly learning how to connect with people. And to break the rules. Right, and break the rules. Because that's another thing, too, is like now she wants to transport Ava across the border. And Marco says that he can, and he knows a way how to, but it's breaking the rules. And she thinks about it. She has a lot of anxiety over it, but she says, okay, let's transport him, Ava using the whole ambulance. So, the old ambulance trick. The old ambulance, get one, two. <laughs> Seriously, come in full circle. We had an ambulance yeah, in the first episode. I, we had a missing girl in the first episode. I think it's the same episode. dude that was, was driving Charlotte's husband. Uh, maybe. It might have been the same girl driving Charlotte's husband. Hmm, maybe. I was thinking about that, too. I was like, well, Marco was the one who let the ambulance through, through, and he knows about the fact that ambulances can harvest people. Mm. But, uh, yeah, so uh, Sonia, though, finally budging on the ambulance thing and starting to break the rules because before she broke it, the rules with the gun and not telling Hank about the gun, Marco having a gun. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, just slowly uh, breaking rules. But they do end up transporting Ava, and they end up uh, holding at a Hank's house. And Hank is nice enough to uh, share, I think, Sonia's old room mm-hmm. at, at his place. And his wife takes care of her. She's a nurse, I'm assuming, or something like that. And then I guess Hank calls Steve... Linder over. Somebody had to call Stephen Linder. I'm sure he did not just show up out of nowhere. <laughs> he just knew. And I love how he's like, take the boots off. He's like, my Linder sense is going off. <laughs> I just knew. I wonder if Sorry, Ava... My Linder <laughs> I wonder if when Ava comes to fully, if she'll recognize or acknowledge or even want Stephen Linder there. It's an aggressive move by, by Linder. Just getting there. She's just holding been, her hand. She's just been destroyed. Like, she's li- been literally beaten. Yeah, you know, give her, give her and, a second. <laughs> and this is someone she doesn't necessarily even know either. Yeah. It's just like, I mean, he saved her one time, though. It might be a familiar, right. like, this is the person who saved me last time. Like, maybe he can help me yeah. feel better it this could, time. It could be. But then the other thing is, like, well, she, she knew him for a total of maybe a week at most. Yeah, but she saw him after that. You yeah. know, he would come visit. I don't know. Maybe She kissed his cheek. He's a familiar <laughs> person. I don't know. That's true. He's so, just a familiar face. Yeah, so hopefully it will be I don't a think, good face to her. Yeah. It won't be a shock seeing him when she comes to. I hope he doesn't ask her to marry him when she comes to. I'm sure to. he won't. He'll wait maybe five seconds. Five and seconds. Then yeah, pop maybe the five seconds. He's like, I want you to be my bride. <clears throat> He'll be like, oh, Jesus. Like, are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> will you marry me? <laughs> <laughs> so... Yeah, I, I don't know. We'll see, we'll see with him what happens. I don't know. I'm kind of bored. I, I got to say, I'm personally, I'm kind of bored with, with Linder. Mm. I don't know. Like, I feel like the, his story is kind of... I feel like after Ava... Well, I found the story interesting about him with the girl who was wanting to be a Faso. That I found to be an interesting story. Do you think line. that'll come back in play season two? I then? think it'll come back into play. But when they kind of suddenly dropped it, I was I agree. Mm-hmm. I don't find the storyline as interesting. Uh, yeah, I would like to bring that woman back in, the one who gives him the jobs. Yeah. And to find out more. Because mm-hmm. otherwise, I do feel I feel he's ir- irrelevant. Yeah, let's get him back to his yeah his uh his smuggling and mm-hmm. creepy trailer. That was that's the one he was you know yeah. yeah. But big scene with uh with Marco Fasto. is uh, him going to Fasto, and as we saw him with the knife 
stabbing slowly <laughs> at the uh, tequila bottle, or maybe it's vodka, some clear, clear alcohol. Clear label. But it was blue label. Tequila, <laughs> but it was blue label. I mean, so, it was tequila. Which I think blue label is whiskey. Oh. So I think it is. I think, but I it was, don't know. But it was nice. a blue it label. It wasn't, it wasn't like uh, Cuervo. It wasn't it was, Kamchatka. Yeah, <laughs> that's a nice drink. Okay. Yeah, it was a nice drink. So he ends up going to Fosto and asking Fosto for help for the first time in 20 years. He's never done anything like this. Fosto asking why, because well, Marco just doesn't give a shit anymore. I and, thought he was going to get whacked. Yeah, I well, I don't the know. second drink. It's I like that's all the mob movies. I yeah. thought maybe he was going to ask Fosto for help and. With the girls. I thought right away, I thought it was going to be David about Tate. David Tate. Did you see? Yeah, I was David. hoping that Marco would just let it go because he tells on you, I'm fine, I'm mm-hmm. fine. Yep. And, but then after uh, that, he was stabbing the knife, so clearly but, he wasn't fine. You know, sometimes when you tell people you're fine, you just take it out somewhere else. Ryan Whittleson, very upset. What a waste of booze. Uh, <laughs> funny. Yeah, <laughs> party foul on my party, party foul, especially expensive booze like that. Yeah, seriously. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I really, I thought it was going to be this, but I didn't think it was going to be that twist at the end. I, I thought that it was just you know, Fra- or uh, Marco wanting to take care of on his own terms, take care of uh, David Tate. But instead, he really wants to take care of David Tate mm-hmm. on his own terms. He wants somehow Fosto to get David Tate out of prison mm-hmm. so he can murder him himself. Or doesn't he want to get? Marco into prison so he can murder him himself. Or yeah, if Marco's going to go into the jail, is that what? Because how else? How how do you get David Tate? Out? You can't get him out of the prison. And how do you get Marco in? They'll be like, yeah, I guess hey, this the is the guy you killed his son. Then we can't really. Yeah, I don't know how you do. Like that is a that's going to be like Fossa said. It's it's not impossible. Well, but... we know David Tate's a magician, so maybe he's going to teach him the art of magic. You guys just need to watch more like Sons of Anarchy. Anybody can be killed in prison. Mm-hmm. Apparently, you no. can just make it happen. Well, no, I mean they, breaking that down. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, I, I know you can kill someone in prison. I get that, but, but I mean, like getting into the, the sake prison. of getting like Marco into prison <laughs> and then getting him out. Maybe transporting David Tate somewhere they can get Marco like. Right. In the vehicle. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Like, maybe a vehicle transport. Or maybe they disguise Marco as, like, a guard. And, and Marco's just waiting in the truck. Or maybe, well, uh, I was going to say, Marco could be, like, you know, police, I need to question this guy. But then again, he's so connected to the case. <laughs> there's a Ooh, no maybe way. he shaves his mustache like he did with the knife. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> so, I don't know. That's why I was like, when he was, like, with the knife in the bathroom, like, he's just going to go old school and shave his mustache off. <laughs> he did knife. not, though. He didn't, sadly. So that was what kind of wrapped up the episode with that. But before we wrap up total, let's go ahead and talk about Daniel Fry. Because this was the, actually, I found this to be the most exciting thing in the episode, and I wish they'd gone further with it. So Daniel Fry, mm-hmm. he's back at work, not throwing the cupcakes down. I don't want no cupcakes, <laughs> Adriana. None of that. I like how she's so supportive, though. Yeah, Adriana's being really nice. And there. who doesn't want cupcakes? Cupcakes are amazing. I bet he ate them too. He I probably, guarantee he Daniel probably stuffed them in his face on the way over. We just didn't see it. He just didn't want the people at work to pretend that they cared. Well, how was he? He was driving, but he was in a wheelchair, though. How was that? But I think it's just that he can't put that much pressure on his mm. body. Maybe, yeah, maybe. But he can still drive. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he just can't walk. Yeah, like maybe it's one of his legs. Maybe it's just his left leg. The left his leg, right leg's not fine. his driving leg. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe his right leg's bad, but he's, he's using his left one. Yeah, Ooh. he's got some skills. He's learning new driving skills. They're going to come in handy in season two. <laughs> yeah, it's scary. I wouldn't recommend doing that. So. <laughs> so, well, we get them pulling up to the car for the 100th birthday of this lady. And then they pull up and on her 100th birthday, she's dead. She's dead. Dead as a doornail. But honestly, I I just thought it was just like, well, I Old mean, it's your 100th dead. birthday, <laughs> so I mean, it could happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, well, there was a, as they themselves said, 
Oh shit! There's a lot of money there. Well, we all said that first. We were all like, "Holy!" Like all of us said that, and then right after, that's what Daniel Fry says, and then Adriana says. It was a lot of holy shitting. In yeah, there. a lot of yeah. it going on. I mean, that's a lot of money. Well, my initial uh, appraisal was pegged at about one twenty, but it was much less than that. Because yeah, as you said, yeah. for those of you Breaking Bad fans out there, it looked like more money than Walmart. It was like at least two or three times that. Yeah, but you know, this would just maybe, there's maybe just in the there. closet space makes it look like more because it's a smaller space. But I think you, you Paige, you, you said it. It was tw- it was as opposed to hundreds, it was fives and twenties and, or, and yeah, yeah, and yeah, euros, euros. 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 smaller to make it look bigger. But yeah, so it turns out that it's forty million dollars and twenty million euros, which is even more money. It's like sixty five million. Like 65 they said million. dollars. I feel like twenty million euros would convert to more than twenty five million dollars. <laughs> they knew the conversion. Pretty. Fry, Fry was pretty hip dollars. to his uh, euro conversion. I don't know. All I know is I don't uh, – my first maybe question – Maybe yours have gone down since yeah, the last time. Maybe. But my question was why is Daniel Fry wheeling around the house checking things out? Like that's nah. – That was like – yeah. There's a dead woman. You're going to have to call the police. Is it really a good idea to get your DNA all over the place? No, seriously. That's what I was thinking. Well, I mean, she's a 100-year-old lady. I know. And there's probably no sign. No one's going to suspect anything. Yeah, it's not like they killed her, but, but – uh, But my thought was more like it's a 100-year-old lady. Why do you think there's anything weird going on? Like I better check the house. Like – yeah, a 100-year-old lady play, is very yeah. possibly going to kill over and die. He was just like, I'm going to look around. Let me open this door. And then there was just yeah. a million dollars. It must be foul play. I mean. I mean. Well, do we think it was foul play? Do we think she was poisoned? Or do we think do she think died? That was, her, that was her stash there. Honestly, her. she must have just died because there's no way she'd leave that money. She was Graciela's twin sister. What was Graciela's last name? We don't know. Yeah, we don't know. And this woman's last name was Quintana? If this is the, if that is, if we were just predicting that's who it Millie was. Millie Quintana. I can't remember. Millie Quintana. We went over her name so fast in Graciela the beginning. Quintana, does that sound? That sounds like yeah, a Graciela legit. Quintana. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So this is her sister, Millie but Quintana. The cops confiscate everything. All the money. That was, that filled up like a U-Haul sized truck with that cash. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's. But they took it all away. I love how Tate, uh, not Tate, not Tate, Daniel Fry's like, maybe you could throw some out here for the Yeah, they could have also just the like, cripple. they could have easily just like pocketed one and no one would have been the wiser. No, but that's illegal, so. Shh. Daniel Fry literally just got out of doing bad things. $40 I mean, million, dollars, you can be like, oh, I'll just pocket one of those. I'm sure they searched them. One of them. Yeah, drive away, put it somewhere, drive he, back. He could probably, like, oh my he got like one of those cubes. I mean, yeah, just mm-hmm. one of those cubes. Well, he got a little. I mean, Adriana got a little. Yeah, she got a hundred euros. Yeah, sure. That's like, euros. A, that's like a, I guess by their conversion rate, that's about one hundred twenty bucks. This is why, though, I think that there is a larger Daniel Tate figure person. Maybe it's the beast that we've heard about earlier because uh, the way it was mailed to her was very reminiscent of the way things went down with. Uh, yeah. Fry in the beginning of the season. Very much so. And how weird is it, too, that Daniel Fry happens to be the one to who find all that finds money. it, other than the fact that this is a show and they have to do it to keep our interest. How <laughs> coincidental is it that it happens to be Daniel Fry? Right. He was put on this fluff piece. 400 words, which is nothing. About a 100-year-old about woman. About a 100-year-old woman. <clears throat> yeah. Nothing. But So it's so like coincidence I guess. but yeah i agree because of the euro that was sent to them that's what really made this to me the most interesting thing in this whole episode and the thing that for me would make season two now i'm curious about season two because other cases they're kind of interesting but to me this is the most interesting thing that i'm like whoa what's this gonna hold in season two and this is what ties everything together this is what brings charlotte into play it's what brings marco and sonia and all of these different people in to play because think about it at the beginning somebody's demanding money from charlotte's husband to save the girl from Mexico. Why would David Tate do that? 
No, I agree. I, I, a know, lot of the things didn't add up to me with David Tate. But the, the only thing that I I find tough is like if, if there obviously there is somebody out there that's above Tate, but I don't really see Tate taking orders from anyone. So I mean, do we? Or, just, or even smart a smarter Tate like a maybe super just duper two mass murderers at the same time. Yeah, maybe it was two overlapping stories. Yeah. Because then again, why would Tate be bringing Daniel Fry more and more? Why would he call him with the information? You know, I just don't. I feel like there has because to be an Daniel overlap. Fry was Whoa. connected because I know, of, I know, but I just feel with I mean, everything else too, he was involved. Daniel T- Fry was the the catalyst. He was the one with the bomb in his car. Yeah, Tate could still be pulling the strings from from prison, though. You know, he's the puppet master. He could. No, he could be doing that. He would have had to have a lot of connections. And though. he probably planned yeah. it all out. Anyways, he knew he was going to. He knew he was going to get At caught the end, there. Yeah. And this scheme is all just. He the, was also gave that weird smile when he was walking up to like the trial. Like a knowing thing. smile. Yeah. Like he yeah. knew there was. It wasn't. Maybe over. he is the only David Tate still. Maybe. maybe, maybe, maybe David Tate. And do we think even if he had been killed, because say Marco had killed him, or if he Marco does kill him, do we think it's just kind of like a domino effect? He has all these things; they're in motion, and they'll happen without him. Maybe David Tate's going to be like Hannibal Lecter, where now they have to go to prison to question him about everything happening. Oh God! <laughs> I don't know. I mean, the the next season can really take a, a different turn, or it could. Well, speaking of which, uh, well, before we get to predictions, let's just talk about real quickly. Uh, what we briefly touched on, which is Daniela, uh, not getting off the bus as we talked Aww. about. So that kind of wraps up Adriana's story. That was, you, you called that one. I did. I called it last week, and I really didn't want it to be true. Yeah. I yeah. didn't. She's so sweet and so young, and I guarantee Adele, what's his name? Uh, the cute guy. What she call him? El Jefe. El Jefe. The boss? El Jefe. The, the boss. boss. I, I think it's him, and yeah. I think he's the one who did it to Ava, and it makes me really sad that... I totally agree with that. But it only made sense watching it that she would be the next one to go. Yeah. It didn't make sense why they'd be talking about it. That was sad, but we did get a awesome um, Mariachi Bon Jovi cover song in the in there. That yeah, was, that song was awesome. Was I really great. liked that cover. Yeah, it was I, a good cover. That was a great cover. I was like, I've heard this song too many times. Is what I usually think until I heard that cover. I yeah, was like, this was a sweet cover. But do we think they're gonna save Daniela? Or maybe I mean, part of me thinks maybe she she just was pissed off at the mom and then she went just went off like that I mean I, I don't think that's happened there's maybe a 10 percent chance that happened mm-hmm. but she just not she was like mad and then they'll, they'll think she's gone and when we all think she's gone then she'll just show are, up are these like, your vegas odds that i'm ten to one okay but uh let's go ahead and talk about some predictions for next week yeah or not next, next week for next, next season. season yeah that's right that's right and now you're after buzz tv predictions so I think um, I, I think you could be onto something with David Tate maybe still pulling strings from there because this does the whole the uh, Euro seems very reminiscent of the style of the serial killer from earlier. Mm-hmm. But it's got to be another serial killer because I mean, or it was just so, so strange how it was sent. It was very timely too. You know, it was like the day they found it. So I feel like it has to be somebody out of jail who's watching what's going on, who knows actively what's happening outside of the prison. Right. So that's why I think it's not David, just David Tate. I think maybe David Tate is a player, and maybe he's even the kingpin. I don't even know, but I don't think it's him doing this mm-hmm. right what, now. What do you think about with Marco, though? What do you think is going to happen with him? I don't think Marco's going to end up killing David Tate. I really don't. But um, I hope we come back, and he kind of has a change of heart, or something changes, or Alma, Alma lets him back into the kids' lives. I don't know. Something just to make him feel like a person again, and less like a guy on his own. 
Something, though, with Marco is that he was kind of blaming David Tate for losing his wife, losing his daughters, losing his uh, losing his son. The only thing that David Tate caused was the son thing. He he was the one who was did the infidelity on his own. I think they could have come back from the infidelity. And if not, I don't think Alma would have kept the kids away. I think the reason she's keeping them away is because of the amount of damage that's been done to that family what the girls were there while she had a grenade in her hands and but then marco saved them all but they wouldn't have been there if it weren't for marco i think marco put them in a dangerous position and had he not done David, that that's unfair david tate I know, put them in the unfair position i know but when but who is who can she blame right now david tate she could but who who is at marco's blaming david tate but alma the one person she can take it out on is marco david tate she can't but take maybe I mean, but maybe she just oh she's had enough of uh, Marco. Marco, in yeah, and it's and that just really you know brought it to a head, yeah. and she's like, I'm out of here. I just don't like the idea of not allowing a dad to see no, his I agree. kids, I especially when he didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. You know, he cheated on you. Yes, that sucks. That's awful. But those are still his children, and they still need a father figure. Yeah, no, I completely agree with that. I totally. And agree. they're old enough to recognize that who their father was, and when you take him away, they're going to recognize he's gone. Yeah, no, I I totally agree with that, but. Uh, I mean, I, I do hope that Marco gets to see them again. But, I mean, the question again is, is he going to end up killing David Tate? I don't think so. Well, what I'm predicting is a big storyline in the next season is going to be the debt that he's going to owe Fausto. I think that's going to be a big storyline, and I think it's going to put them at odds. Whether he kills David Tate or not, Fausto's going to say, Marco, you owe me. And that I think will be a driving force to be Marco yeah. versus Fausto, which I think would be kind of interesting. I do. I think that would that's a good prediction. Yeah. And then the other thing is Charlotte. Charlotte would be the other question. Ray's dying. Yeah, I, I just, hope so. I just place it on the table. I, hope I think so. Ray is too stupid. Ray, I can't believe he's lost it this long. Yeah, I, I think he's too stupid, and I think he's going to die at the hands of Charlotte. I think she's just going to take him out. Like, sorry. I just not care. Yeah, I mean, she, if anyone could do it, it'd be her. Or yeah. ATF. I, just don't, guy. I, like I don't guy. know if she's going to give it up to him because then she loses all the money. But now she knows he's on her trail. So mm-hmm. she could she could pin it all on Ray. Yeah. Well, obviously the ATF guy is using her to get to maybe Ray. it could be like a, uh, you know, like a Jesse. Like, okay, you know, you you will give you immunity if you let us get to whoever. I, I, I very much think that's going to be the case. But I think I it's hope- going to be immunity for doing essentially what Tim was doing. And maybe to get Fosto as well. Right, get Fosto. So. I just hope that she spares C- Caesar. Yeah, I hope Caesar. I, at the end of the day, I hope Caesar ends up being the king of everything. A millionaire. Yeah, a millionaire. Yeah. Caesar's got to come out on top of everybody. I hope he I gets hope all so. the euros. Yeah, I hope so, too. All the euros. So real quick, some comments from you guys before we wrap up. Uh, what FC saying that he thinks he disagrees with what we were saying last week about the separation from the girls being self-inflicted. He thinks Alma is des- deliberately keeping them away because she thinks she's protecting them, bad and sad. And I- I'd agree with that. And that's what we were talking about a little bit earlier. Uh, and then... It's Mr. Seanster pointing out that apparently the actor who plays Stephen Linder is Australian. What? What? So, Garner is Australian. I wonder if he speaks like that with his Australian accent. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe he does. Who knows? But guys, thank you so much for joining us. And once again, I'm Dave Klein. You can find me on Twitter at Klein. That is K-L-E-I-N. And you can find me, Paige Sullivan, on Twitter and Instagram at Paige Sullivan. You can find me, Tommy Rosera, at Instagram um, at Thomas J. And guys, that wraps up for this season. But make sure to check out all the other awesome AfterBuzz shows going on right now. Castle with Paige Sullivan. Yeah, and all the CW shows are coming back. 
this week. So if you're into any of those, tune in. And Walking Dead starting this Sunday, which I'll be doing. So guys, catch you soon. Check out all the other After Buzz shows if you do watch TV. And we'll be back for season two. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.